Hi, welcome back to Curiosity. The podcast in which we drink and spill the tea on anything we're curious about. So what tea are we drinking today? Today is an interesting one. <laughs> Very interesting indeed. I, I actually gifted this tea to Greta for her birthday. Yeah, and definitely the best present I've received. <laughs> okay, personally we say, and it was like a joke present. Um, yeah, I and she didn't tell me. <laughs> because I thought it was obvious. And I gifted her like a macaron tea, which mm. tastes like chocolate and raspberry. It's white chocolate and raspberry macaron, basically. Yeah. And it's everything that shouldn't be in a tea. And also this fits like for our today's topic because <laughs> Greta literally she saw it I was like serious about the gift. She was like Yeah, because I was Oh, that's great. I was just dying inside and I was like, <laughs> Oh my god. And it was awkward like it was awkward for both of us because I was like, Oh my god, I thought it was obvious that this is a joke. <laughs> Honestly, it should have been. I think I'm just like really bad at like receiving presents because I'm really worried that like I'm gonna laugh at something and then someone gets offended because it's not actually a joke present. So I was like, I was quite sure you wouldn't give me something like that, but then I was like, I was panicking, so I was like, oh, I better pretend it's like a serious present just in case. And then I was like, oh my god, it's a joke, it's a joke. I don't seriously think that like macaroni is good. And we already, like, we didn't taste it yet, but... And it makes me want to throw up. Like, yeah. we've just smelled it. Like, when you made it, we, we could smell it in the kitchen. It doesn't and smell good. <laughs> I'm actually going to vomit, I think. It's really awful. It really... It smells so weird. It doesn't even smell like macarons. It just no, it smells doesn't. like... Do you actually like macarons? Because I don't. I've only had cheap ones, but they were awful. I think I actually never ate a macaron. Like, never. Oh. I always... Because I always... The way they look, I'm already thinking, oh, I... I won't like them. So why really why spend money on them if I don't like them? And they are quite expensive. Yeah, but um anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the tea uh for today that we're drinking. Yeah, stay so tuned. tuned for the rating at the yeah. end for sure. Um So what are we curious about today? Today we are curious about embarrassment. Yeah. Which is like a really interesting topic. And something that's <laughs> part of our everyday life, definitely. Exactly. Um we actually got to this topic because uh, Greta gave me some terrible advice <laughs> <laughs> on how to make a specific situation less um, embarrassing. I don't even know. It was like out of the blue. It doesn't even, like nobody of us did it. But no. um, I think we, it was someone that, something that someone else told yeah, me actually. We were just talking and Greta was like, oh yeah, um, if you send like a screenshot of like a conversation to a friend and you accidentally send it, like, to the person you screenshotted it from, just, like, send another message and be like, what do you mean with that? <laughs> and I was like, how does this make it less embarrassing? To be fair, I think this was before you could actually reply to messages, because, you know, now on WhatsApp you can just yeah, like, exactly. click on the message and reply and be like, oh, what do you mean by that? But before that, maybe you would have sent a screenshot to be like... I mean, you wouldn't know, but it's quite obvious that it's like I mean, a strategy. But I feel like you would, you would just like ask, "Oh, what did you mean with blah blah blah?" I know, you know, I know. But I mean, now, now it's actually even better because you're able to delete messages on WhatsApp. That's true. Which, which would be like, better go for that yeah. instead of being like, "What do you mean?" By that? <laughs> what do you do when you see that someone's deleted a message? Would you ask like? No, because nobody would ever ask. You know, nobody would ever ask like. I've seen people ask, and really? I was like in a group chat, and I was like, "Why are you asking? Like, they surely they they must have had yeah. a reason why they deleted it. Don't embarrass them." Yeah, for mo- for the most part, 
I probably would think, oh, they just send it into the like wrong chat or something. Yeah. So I wouldn't think anything of it. True. Yeah, but <laughs> it's good to have the option to do Definitely, I'm, I'm quite glad about that. Uh, right, but but one thing, what I'm always thinking, you feel safe because you deleted the message. Yeah. And it wasn't on red, but you can also like be on WhatsApp. You can. I know. Like, you can see do, that nobody knows if you read it. And this is, I feel like this is the most embarrassing part because the pe- the like the person you sent it to and it was an embarrassing message could have read it, know, but you but would you never you, you know, never know. And you're not gonna ask because <laughs> that's just gonna make things worse. Exactly. I've had that happen to me. Someone sent me a message and I saw it, um, and yeah. I saw like half of it, and then I clicked on it and I couldn't see it because they deleted it. I don't remember what it was. I don't think it was too bad, but I just thought, why are you deleting that? Yeah. Because it wasn't anything like. I think it was just asking me like whether I wanted to hang out or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> and then, then the like, other person was like, oh no, I don't want to hang out anymore. <laughs> I just deleted it. <laughs> That's cold. That's no. I know. How cruel. <laughs> yeah. Um, but obviously we want to be a little bit educational today as well. Yeah. So I've actually been online and done some research. I've actually been on like the Psychology Today website and stuff. Uh, I'm going to link um, all my sources in the description again, being the academic she is <laughs> of course and also like doing all the work and i'm just like listening no, you're not. and you're doing all I'm, the work for yeah. just being here because i'm curious i'm curious what what you will be telling me you know brilliant that, that's my part okay <laughs> so i think you're probably going to agree with this like one of the worst like side effects of like being embarrassed is blushing yeah. i used to be quite a bad blusher i'm getting better now but um basically charles darwin very important person. He even <laughs> said about this because he was. I think he was trying to research it when he was like doing his evolutionary theory, um, and he said it makes the blusher suffer and the beholder uncomfortable without being of the least service to either of them. So I don't think he was able to explain like why <laughs> humans have evolved to continue to blush. I don't think he True. understood why. Um, but yeah, people have tried to like find a reason behind it, and apparently, like what you know, most psychologists agree on is that um, basically it's because humans need to be able to be part of a group. Um, and to do that, you need to kind of adhere to certain social norms so that people accept you. Um, but obviously it happens that sometimes you mess up and you kind of don't adhere to the norms. And embarrassment is just like an instant reaction that shows people that you've recognised your mistake and that you're sorry. So by blushing, you mm-hmm. kind of, you know, send the sign that, to be like, oh, well, I didn't mean to do that. And I, I recognise that I've broken a rule here. So that's oh, actually, yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of a defense thing. Um, and actually some chimps do the same. Um, like they don't blush, obviously, but um, they react similarly because they break eye contact and they look down and then they sort of do this awkward smile, <laughs> which I, I feel like we need to Google that to see what it actually looks like. But it's really oh funny. God, yeah. And they do that to usually to diffuse tension, because if they're like if they're trying to get someone's food, for instance, and they're like, a, you know, in, in the kind of order, they're a bit lower than the other chimp and the other chim calls them out for it, then they would do that sort of, like... Really? Looking down and smiling to be like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. It's, <laughs> like, the equivalent to, our, to, like, awkward laughing. Yeah. Which I do, like, all the time. Oh, I do. Like, uh-huh. whenever something happens, I'll just laugh it off, and, like, sometimes then, it's really imp- inappropriate. Yeah, and it's so embarrassing if, embarrassing if nobody, like, else laughs, and you're just like... <laughs> when I do something embarrassing, <laughs> I just want people to laugh. <laughs> it's just slowly fading out in the silence. Like, <laughs> okay. I'd rather people laugh at me when I do something embarrassing yeah, than true. just like ignoring it and pretending it hasn't happened. Because yeah. I know they've seen it. 
Um, and another thing that I've found during my research was mm-hmm. that it's all to do with like self-image as well in humans. So this explains why like different things are embarrassing for different people. Um, because like something usually is embarrassing if it contradict- contradicts the way that we perceive ourselves or that we want to be perceived. So we yeah. create a certain image of ourselves and if we do something that kind of contradicts that image, then, then we get embarrassed. Uh, so like, for instance, if someone asked me a question about Shakespeare and I couldn't answer it, I'd be really embarrassed. But if you ask my dad the same question, who's not an academic, well, I'm not an academic, but you know, I've got like an English degree. So like, you know, if, if I asked him that and he didn't know, he wouldn't be embarrassed at all because he's like, you know, he's an industrial mechanic. He's yeah. not expected because to know about Shakespeare. It's not his thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but if, if you get, or like, do you know when someone asks you like, oh, what's your favorite song by that band and it's one of your favorite bands and suddenly you can't think of a single song that's really embarrassing yeah (laughs) i feel like if somebody would like ask me anything about like the degree like (laughs) what is what is like a good film (laughs) and i would be like yeah (laughs) to be fair i've accepted the fact that i'm never going to be like an expert in media studies even Mm -hmm. though i have an actual degree in it I mean, I have no degree yet. <laughs> I don't even have the degree yet. But well, but you're, you're nearly I, there. I would be still like... <laughs> I have literally no clue. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's all to do with like the way that we perceive ourselves and we want to be perceived as well. Yeah, um, but actually, sense. to be a bit more positive about all of this, um, research has actually shown that people who are more easily embarrassed also tend to be kinder and more generous. Oh, um, and also positive. people... Yeah, it is, isn't it? But to be fair, I'm, I'm not actually that easily embarrassed. I used to be, but now I'm just like so used to it because I do embarrassing stuff all the time. So maybe I've become like an unkinder person. I like I have specific situations where I'm like really embarrassed, but in others I'm like I don't care about anything. Yeah. You know? But so it's like other people would find. I think it's really specific, which yeah, as they said. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> What do you find embarrassing? Because some things I do, people would be like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. I would never do that. <laughs> but then like other things where, where other people would be like, oh, that's normal. I would be like, oh my God, that's yeah, so same. awkward. <laughs> yeah, um, so, yeah. And then also apparently because it's like such an honest thing, like blushing something that you can't fake. Um, it's something that people might actually find really attractive in another person because it shows that they're being honest. Really? Yeah. I, I don't even know if I like, I blush if I do sports. <laughs> oh, well, that, I, I think that's just like being exhausted, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. But I don't, I don't think that blushing is a thing for me, to be honest. No, I, I've never seen you blush. I don't think. Yeah. So, <laughs> but the thing so, is, like, so everyone can... just thinks I'm a liar. <laughs> so like, she's not blushing. <laughs> but you can tell when you're embarrassed. But yeah, like, I do yeah. know people that blush really easily, and then when people point out that they're blushing, then they get even more embarrassed by that, and then it's like a vicious circle, isn't it? It is. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. That's why? Why would people awful. point it out if you're blushing? Just like, don't comment on it. Like, you're just making the people like feel more embarrassed. True. But yeah, apparently it's got like a. It can have like really serious, you know, it can cause serious problems like being afraid of being embarrassed because like it changes the way people act. Like there was one example they had in the in the article where it said like people get like so embarrassed about buying condoms that they just don't buy them and like have unprotected sex and then they risk like pregnancy and STDs. <laughs> okay, that went somewhere fast. <laughs> I know, but I just find that really funny. Yeah, I mean, funny. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's actually quite serious to be it's, fair. Yeah, but yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my scientific input there. I'm going to link the articles if anyone wants to read more about it. But Dive yeah, into the 
world of embarrassment. Yeah, it's quite interesting. You know, I'm really getting yeah. into psychology. Ooh. Yeah, and also we have like asked on Instagram for people to send us in embarrassing stories. And we're super glad that people actually send us stories. I know, and in general, we're just so overwhelmed with all the support. So yeah. thanks for all your feedback. Yeah, thanks, thanks everyone that listened, that gave us feedback. You're very much appreciated. Yeah, <laughs> keep it coming. Yeah, and we just thought that we would now share the stories we received. Yeah, we're um, going to keep everyone anonymous, so don't worry about obviously. that. Obviously. Do you want to start with the first one? Okay. <laughs> also like people really got into like telling a story and just didn't only write oh yeah that was embarrassing yeah okay so the first it's story time setting the scene it's 2013 the last day before christmas break in school and the annual church service with the whole school just ended and we are all walking back to the school it's rather a narrow sidewalk and I'm walking in front of my friend and my fave teacher and a bunch of other people are all around us. I wanted to tell my friend something that I'm turning around telling her and after a few steps I quickly turn around mid-step and bam <laughs> there was a lantern post in the middle of the road. It legit made the biggest pong noise ever and everyone <laughs> around heard it. Oh no, so that's such a classic isn't it? Yeah, it happens to me also. But but for me, I feel like I was on my phone because Spotify wasn't working, oh. <laughs> and it's it's just like what played into this cliche of just young people I always know. being on their phone and just running into stuff and probably like getting run over by a car or something at some point. <laughs> it's happened to me like reading a book because I was coming out the train station like just walking home and I thought because I walk this way every day like obviously I know where I'm going, but I walked against like the traffic lights. And I was holding my book and like, it was quite lucky that I was holding the book because otherwise I would have bumped my head properly, but that kind of saved me. But I felt like a bit of an intellectual because at least I was holding a book. I mean, I was holding my phone, which just made me look dumb. <laughs> I mean, that's me definitely happened to me as well. Like, yeah. I always, I'm always quite like, I feel like people who've got that as their like most embarrassing story, they're actually quite lucky because that's not, not anything near what's yeah. like the most embarrassing thing that's happened to me because that's like something that happens to me every month. <laughs> We feel your pain, the physical one and the yeah. one got from your embarrassment. Definitely. And also because people were around. Because when it happened yeah, to that's me, worse. I was like panically looking around and it was just a few people. So I felt like, yeah, okay. Especially if you're like a socially anxious teenager yeah. in school. Don't want that to happen. Mortifying. Exactly. Shall we move on to the next one? Yeah. Okay. Hi girls, just want to say I'm the biggest fan of your podcast Aww. and can't wait for the next episode. Oh, thank you, love. Yeah. That's very much appreciated. Here's my embarrassing story for you to share. Last summer, my friend and I spent our holidays in beautiful Cornwall. Lovely Cornwall, isn't it? I've never been there, but I've heard only good things. Yeah, it's lovely. <laughs> um, we've been to a hip hotel in St. Ives where a lot of... Hostel. Fit- <laughs> oh, oh, hostel. Just... <laughs> They're not that far. Exactly. <laughs> um, in St. Ives, where a lot of fit surfer boys stayed for the summer. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, one was particularly fit, and we kept talking about how sexy you looked in his wetsuit <laughs> all the time in German, and we were basically all thirsty. <laughs> when we've shared, shared the kitchen with him and his friends for cooking, still talking about him all the time oh in God, German. Oh my God, I feel like I know where this is going. Feeling totally safe and unheard at that time. Aww. We kept talking, I would in the weirdest German descriptions, and were all giggly, and felt like he was paying not a lot of attention to us, but being friendly and fit. 
AF, gosh. <laughs> when he found out his name uh, on one of the boxes in the fridge and started stalking his Facebook, and found, we found out that he's once visited a German school and therefore Aww. might have understood any, every word that we've been saying. Rest in pieces. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my god, that is so mortifying. <laughs> Sorry, man, this is so funny. Do you know what? This has actually happened to me the other way around. Like, one time I was on the bus and I was, like, talking on the phone to someone at first and then I hung up and I was Mm -hmm. speaking English. And then I think I read a book which was also in English. So there were, like, three boys sitting around me and they assumed I didn't speak German because I was just, like, communicating I mean, understandable because you don't even have an accent or anything. (laughs) But, um... So they didn't realise and they were basically just like constantly talking about me. Like they weren't saying anything nice to be fair. It was just like, oh, do you think she like, she's doing an exchange? And like, and, and then they were like proper making fun of me. And they were like, oh, well, you know, we should go and talk to her because like we need to improve our English and stuff. Aww. And it was just super awkward. And I, and they were just like constantly staring at me as well. And I felt so uncomfortable. I was oh, like, no. but, but I didn't want to say anything. And then the same thing happened like a couple of weeks later on the train. Yeah. And there was this girl like, um, she was just like talking to her mum on the phone and she kept saying like oh I don't know where she's from I want to ask where she's from like I want some friends in America so I can go and visit America ooh. and I was, I was like okay you clearly that was like, not have no clue <laughs> Greta was like oh my god I was proper she offended like <laughs> I'm not American leave me alone <laughs> yeah but you should have said you should have just said something in German when you went out because yeah. they, feel, they would feel like you have nothing to be embarrassed about that's <laughs> true oh did I tell you about the time one time I actually got proper insulted it was oh, like wait. in English class really? I was sat next to this lad Sam uh-huh. um, shout out if you're listening don't think you are don't think you can follow me on social media um, he was a nice lad like we um, had a lot of classes together in first year um, and it was like this grammar class um, and we were just sat there, like, doing our exercises and stuff. But basically, like, no one had read the scripts, usually. So we were, like, the only people answering questions. And the teacher was always, like, looking at us. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, because she knew that we knew the answers. So, like, it was, like, this vicious circle where we kind of had to raise our hands. Otherwise, we would have been rude because she was just staring at us. But everyone else got annoyed that it was only us talking. Mm-hmm. And then, apparently, like, the girls behind us didn't know we spoke German as well. Because Sam, like, he's English, but he's spoke German perfectly as well um, and they were just like saying like oh these two English people just need to, sh- to sh- shut the fuck up and they were saying that in German but I actually like then we had to like pass around some pieces of paper yeah. and I just turned around to them and I was like oh I said in German like oh do you need another pe- like yes. piece of paper are you all right Burn. and they just like their faces just <laughs> dropped good for you yeah but you said something oh. embarrassing embarrassing I just like randomly notice I actually like the tea I almost no! <laughs> I was so like <laughs> to be fair I've just I actually like it. it it really it really doesn't taste good uh it doesn't smell good yeah the taste is all right but it tastes like I just drank it and I didn't even it notice just tastes like water I feel it tastes more like a fruit fruity tea you know like a fruit tea a little bit it doesn't taste like <laughs> Why does it smell so disgusting? I mean, Do you know I what? I think it might be that we haven't le- left the tea bag in long enough because I think we left it in for like four <laughs> minutes and it's at five to eight. But I was worried about it being too strong. But I was like so shocked because I almost finished it. I was like, oh my god, I'm I was not supposed. I know. To like I actually it. looked at yours and I was like, oh, it's nearly finished. Maybe I should start. And then I had a bit. And then I forgot. Like I didn't at first. I was like, oh, it's probably going to be disgusting, but it's all right. It's, it's actually not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> moving on. Detour. Shout out to you. Um, okay. 
next story <laughs> okay hey guys so it was quite hard for me to pick my most embarrassing story so i picked two that both had me cringe so hard now thinking about them i had been seeing that one guy for quite a few dates when i wanted to show him something on my phone as i went through all my photos on my phone he already looked over my shoulder to look at what i wanted to show him when he spotted not one <laughs> but many screenshots that I had taken from his Facebook, Instagram, or even LinkedIn. <laughs> oh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn! This is really bad. <laughs> the photos that I that I had found while scrolling through his profiles varied from recent ones to photos that I found on his auntie's Facebook. Haha! <laughs> 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 so it was pretty obvious that I, that I had done some very thorough research. Whoopsie. <laughs> He was such a gentleman, though, and did not comment on anything, although I'm pretty sure he noticed. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, bless him. That's mortifying. <laughs> I wonder if they went on another date. Yeah, that would be like, message us again. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go on another date? Okay, the second is... Um, oh, there, there of course, are quite some embarrassing drunk stories too like that one night when i got so drunk in a club and noticed a celebrity in the same location <laughs> i started talking to him and got very very excited to see him he was just full-on annoyed by me but i wanted him to shake my hand so badly that i would not leave him i'm still not over it <laughs> <laughs> i love the first episode of your podcast by the way cannot wait for the second one to air oh that's so sweet <laughs> thank, thank you, you. Oh my god, I that mean, is mortifying. I mean, drunk stories. Like, I feel if you're drunk, there's it no embarrassment count. there. Yeah, you know? you're drunk, so I you know. have an excuse for basically everything. Do you have any like weird stories with celebrities? <sighs> I no, I actually, I never. I think I never met any celebrities. Although I once saw someone like when I was in, when I visited York for one day. How is he? How is he called? He's in um Love Actually. Like oh. the who plays the musician, Bill Nighy. Oh, I don't know. In York, he just like he uh, we crossed the lights and he like faced us. Oh, and wow. I recognized him, but there was no interaction. So. But that's quite <laughs> that's like cool. the, what was he the, doing in York? I feel like random. he's living there because he's British. I think. Oh yeah, maybe he's from Yorkshire. I don't actually know anything maybe about him. Maybe he lives him. there. I feel like he lives there because otherwise, I don't. Yeah, that's or maybe true. you just if you have money you just go on random oh <laughs> let's do a day trip to York. Oh, I don't think I've seen like any celebrities in York just like walking about, but I've I, I went to like Ellie Golding's wedding. Well, I didn't go, but like I watched people. You, you were invited. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cuz she got married in York. Uh, yeah. Um but my embarrassing celebrity story is like really quite bad. Do you know when I when I was like 15, mm-hmm. I spent like a lot of money to go to like a fallout boy gig and then also do like a meet and greet Ooh. and you know i have like really bad anxiety well not anymore but it was really bad at the time yeah and like one of the symptoms is just like throwing up a lot <laughs> so uh, i don't want to laugh because it's really bad <laughs> no it's all right it's all right to laugh it's like in in hindsight it's quite funny obviously yeah, awful but at, the time. at the moment i imagine it's not funny at all yeah well so basically um my dad drove me there to the venue and i was you know, shaking with nerves, it was awful, like, having panic attacks in the car and everything, and we literally, when we got to the car park, 
he could he didn't even have the time to like find the pack in packing space because I was like you need to stop right here and then I threw up like in the bushes. Oh, no. <laughs> it was all right, like you know, don't don't feel sorry for me, like it was fine. I, I do remember. Um, <laughs> but then I went in and like I was like queuing and stuff, and then it was finally my turn to see them and speak to them. Yeah, and they were super lovely, and obviously they asked, oh, so how are you doing? You know, and I was just like, oh. You know, I was panicking, like, I didn't think about, like, obviously, they didn't expect an honest answer, but I was like, oh, I'm all right now, I'm really happy to see you, um, but I've just thrown up with the bushes outside, <laughs> and it was just, like, silence. <laughs> so embarrassing. I don't know why I said that. I mean, it's, like, <laughs> it's fine, though. I feel like this, that's probably the most interesting thing that happens to that's them true. on the meet and greet. Is everyone is just like, oh yeah, I love your music. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you stood out there. Yeah, you're like, right. I <laughs> There's definitely a theme of like me throwing up at gigs, to be fair. Like, one time I went to a gig with um, this lad I knew from uni, and he's actually lovely. Like, if he listens to this, I'm really sorry. Um... And you dealt with the situation really well, but I was like, <laughs> we we only ended up going together like as a coincidence because I was selling him the ticket basically, and mm-hmm. then we met up on the train and like we just decided to go together. Um, and I I was telling him I don't know why like I'm really bad at small talk and like sometimes I just like overshare very quickly. And I told him about like me like throwing up on trains and like throwing up in Central Station and people <laughs> asking so you, me whether I'm a drug addict and stuff. <laughs> Um, I just thought that was like a fun story to share. I don't think it was, but he dealt with it really well. You know, he was like, he was being nice about it. Yeah. Didn't run away. Um, and then like, obviously I'd shared all of this already. Yeah. And he was like, oh, are you sure you're going to be fine today? Because I know, you know, you're, you're not good with crowds. So like, how are you going to come? I was like, oh, I'm absolutely fine. Don't worry. Like, I'm over it. <laughs> 30 seconds into the support act. I was like, do you know what? I think I might have to go to the loo like really quickly. And then I just r- ran off, like threw up in the toilets, came back and... He was like, oh, you're feeling better? And I was like, yeah, I've just run up, but I'm going to be all right. Like, I think I'm better now. And Aww. he was like, oh, yeah, just let me know if you need anything. I was like, yeah, yeah, cool. Oh, bless him. And then literally 10 seconds later, I was like, do you know what? I don't think I'm all right. <laughs> I ran off again, and then I had to, like, stand on the back because I couldn't go back in. Oh, uh, that's fine. But, yeah, and, like, oh. I've seen him in uni since, and, like, we just smile at each other awkwardly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's fine, though. Like... I mean, it's nothing you can control, so... No. I feel it's it's not that... It's not embarrassing. That's true. Although you probably feel a little bit awkward. It's, I, I think it's funny now, but obviously at the time yeah. I was mortified. <laughs> right, what was the next one? Do you want to read it? Because I've been talking loads. No, you can read it. Okay. To... to... <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't read this one, because we tried not to read them, but yeah. then some of them we did, but this one's new. So let's give it Life reaction. It. Honestly, the most embarrassing story I remember, I tend to repress most awkward situations, but I was around 15 and calling my, with my best friend. We were walking, we were wa- watching a fashion show, not walking, <laughs> um, and mostly just making fun of it. Because of how the phone service worked, every half an hour, it would automatically end the call and I would call them back every time. Except my mum called in the middle of our call bringing her to the top of my call log. I, of course, didn't know when I called back. And assuming I was calling my friend, I loudly proclaimed the most recent quote from the show, which was, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> scared if it's everyone. <laughs> my mum was not very impressed, to say the least. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> you're a piece of shit. Oh, I hope that mum's all right. <laughs> I hope you managed to clear that up. <laughs> that would have been very awkward. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, this could, this could can happen easily. Like to call the wrong person. I'm e- just to I'm send. always worried I'm gonna call someone. Like yeah, I'm, same. Yeah. I'm double checking like every message I send to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> like every time I call them, I'm like. Oh. I don't think it's number. happened to me though. To be fair, calling the wrong person. Like I've mm. done like butt dials and stuff, but. No, I think no, no, it didn't happen to me either. Hopefully, it won't ever happen. Although, <laughs> at some point, I um accidentally like but deleted so i i didn't do it on purpose someone from like a, a facebook group <laughs> group chat <laughs> with my friends and they were like okay is this and also i didn't look on my phone like for an hour or something Shit. and they were like okay we guess this wasn't on purpose oh no and i was like oh my god no it, it wasn't it wasn't on purpose i'm so sorry oh that's so awkward like imagine like being and them also, as well like they're like what have i done wrong <laughs> Exactly. And also, I didn't, I don't really know how it happened. Like, it had, to, like, I didn't touch my phone and it opened Facebook. <laughs> just randomly <laughs> deleted so one person from our group chat. I'm sorry again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is the last one, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it is. I feel like we're already talking for ages. Oh, what did I do now? Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> hey, Gretchen's men, yeah. It's me, Yorkshire's most embarrassing species man. <laughs> I think one of the most embarrassing and regretful things I have done was use hair removal cream on my upper lips the night before starting six months. <laughs> Great start. Now I had been out of education for a year, so I had no excuse. I could have attended to the few baby hairs I had way before that. But classic me, always panicking at the last minute, I did it at 8pm the night before. For some reason though, this time I had an allergic reaction and ended up with what looked like 30 degree burns on my face. Oh no. <laughs> That's so bad. Just to add to my shame, I had used it on my shin as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to apply heavy duty barrier cream and foundation carefully over the wounds on my entire face for about three weeks. Oh my god, three weeks! <laughs> Why is it not scrolling? Hold on. <laughs> oh, sorry, having technical issues. Te- technical issues. Um, <laughs> three weeks. I'm pretty sure they could still tell I had done something strange to my <laughs> face, and all of those new people I'd never met as well. Absolutely mortifying. <laughs> Honestly, it would only happened to me keep it up with the podcast girls it's great lots of love love you oh my god that's mortifying (laughs) like i don't know what i would do yeah i I don't think i mean i think it's brave you went to sixth form after all i wouldn't have gone i would have just pretended and also i think they chose the right way to just apply something and make it less obvious i mean there's nothing else you can do i guess (laughs) actually i never had an allergic reaction to anything i think no i don't think i have apart from like apple juice when I was six, I think it was like weird apple juice, and oh. I had had like weird like, like weird apple juice. <laughs> Are you sure it was apple juice? It was. It was just like it had like. But some... you had it just one time and then never again. Or did you never drink? Apple juice no, again? it was just because like I was only used to like organic apple Ooh. juice because you know my mum like she's yeah. like big on yeah. organic stuff. Yeah. We're not posh by the way. She just works at like an organic supermarket. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I always had like organic apple juice, and then I think it just had like chemicals in it or something oh okay yeah but like i <laughs> i actually have like a similar story like for going going to school with like some cosmetic issues oh <laughs> because <laughs> this was this was really an awkward story like when i was younger so it was like really ages ago i had like the thing that when i drank i used to drink back then from like water from like plastic bottles mm-hmm. 
and <laughs> the way I drank water was I like sucked all the air out of the bottle oh, so no. th- that it would make like a vacuum yeah and the water would like rise the yeah. more air I sucked out of <laughs> <laughs> and then some some um it will like come up and you can like drink <laughs> drink it because you like yeah. pushed it up. And I was like watching a film or something and I like just like mindlessly did my way of drinking back then. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know how like I don't know what Freud would say to this <laughs> way of drinking, but let's not think about that. I got over that psychology for I'm, I'm not drinking like this anymore. <laughs> I won't like random I'm just drinking normal now but yeah like back then and so I did that and then I just wanted to go to bed and <laughs> I met my mum like in in the hall and I was and she was like, just like looking at me and was like oh my god what happened to your face <laughs> and I like panically like went into the bathroom and I looked into the mirror <laughs> and it looked like I had like botched lip surgery it was like oh really God. bad like i and get in like how it had lip fillers or something yeah. but like it went wrong <laughs> like, I, because it, it looks so bad like my lips were swollen all over and i was directly starting to cry because i was oh like no. oh my god i have to go to school tomorrow <laughs> was, was it still like that the next day no luckily it wasn't <laughs> in all like <laughs> oh gosh swelled down over the night and i was fine but <laughs> Yeah, this just reminded me of the the worst. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know when I was younger, I I couldn't drink from a bottle normally. I would just put like the whole bottle mouth in my mouth, like the whole thing. I feel like at least it's not even that bad because people still do that, you know, if you like watch other people drink it. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I still can't drink properly. I spill everything on myself, so I shouldn't judge. I mean, I spill stuff on myself all the time, but. Luckily, I got rid of this lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, so was me. My <laughs> story. Thanks again to everyone, anyone, everyone who just sent in their stories. I know they were absolutely brilliant. Yeah, like. everyone, and also like brilliant, brilliantly told. Like it was. Yeah, really the way you, you engaging. Actually, exactly, <laughs> you told a proper story there, didn't exactly. you? Exactly. So well done. Thank you very much. And obviously, if. This makes you think of any further stories. Do send them our way because yeah. we, we do want to read them. We make honourable mentions. Exactly. <laughs> Every episode. <laughs> and also, like, if you want to send feedback in. Yeah, yeah. that would be brilliant. Yeah. Anything, you know, just get in touch with us. We love any sort of interaction. Exactly. My tea, my tea is empty. Oh, mine <laughs> isn't. Well, I've still got a bit left. But honestly, I'm not really, like, into this, to be honest. But we'll talk about that in our tea rating. We shouldn't, like, take <laughs> We already, away. like took some things we always talk about it but it's fine it's fine right shall we have a quick break and then come back to talk about our recommendation for this week a recommendation for your procrastination yeah so (laughs) grab a cup of tea and get comfy and then we'll continue in a bit recommendation for your procrastination so what are we recommending today today we're actually recommending a book yeah for a change last episode it was a tv show now it's a book um a book which is called fletcher which greta bought herself and then i just lent it from her yeah so i think i got it on one of those massive books tree it's book 
Books, books, well, books, please, like, books, please. That's what I was going to say. We're we're books grow, you know. You just, <laughs> you just to be walk fair, by books are made of trees. That's what I was oh, going to say. Uh, so you, no. you're, you're actually we're making like a, a really it was important a, metaphor about life and books. Yeah, exactly. They're the, the trees that um just keep on giving, keep on giving, and there you get the book from. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> I actually got it from Waterstones because I was just going to say because I bought loads of books um, and I felt kind of guilty about buying this one because I was like, oh, you know, it's not anything to do with the things I should be reading for my degree and stuff. But I think that's just what you need sometimes. And it's in one of those like buy one, get one half price. So I got like 10 books, which was great. Oh, great offer. Yeah. I'm glad you bought it though. I enjoyed I it. I am, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Fletcher is about Tiffy who breaks up with her boyfriend and then needs a new flat and the only two options she has in the end is like some dodgy flat and a flat chair which is like a nice flat but the deal is that she's sharing the whole flat with another person because she is uh, working a normal nine-to-five job and Leon who is renting the flat uh, is working night shifts so he's just around during the day and Tiffy can have the flat for the evening and night so that is like the whole setup and she she actually she chooses a Fletcher if you haven't guessed that <laughs> by how I elaborated the whole situation um and yeah so she lives there and she starts to communicate with Leon through notes and that's how it gets started and the whole thing just unfolds yeah <laughs> maybe we should add that they do actually sit, share like the same bed as well Oh yeah, I mean yeah. It's not they like they have like separate yeah. rooms or anything. No. So they literally like when he's out, yeah. she like sleep in his bed and stuff. Yeah, they share the whole flat. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a really creative concept, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and also it really it. draws attention to the fact that renting in London is not fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cheap. It's not fun. That's yeah. why you move up north, kids. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we again thought about like five reasons why you're not wasting your time by reading this book yeah we've actually got more than five this time haven't we oh yeah we have six because Broken every one of us oh thought about like three reasons and the first one that i thought of <laughs> sounds like really pretentious which is probably is but we're kind <laughs> of serious about it aren't we <laughs> kind of it's like um <laughs> it's you're not wasting your time because you're reading, and if you're reading, you're never wasting your time. <laughs> just to get that, like, out of the way. Yeah. Everyone's just gonna think we're, like, really pretentious and fake intellectual now. I mean, listen, listen, we just, we just love reading, and I feel like if you just, uh, just love reading, it's, like, a good reason to be, like, That's everyone true. should read, because it's awesome. And it's not like we're reading, like, Chaucer or anything like that, it's literally just, like, a chick flick is that what you call it <laughs> maybe like a, like a rom-com but in book form yeah i think it's I chick know, it... lit because chick flick would be a film wouldn't oh, it oh sure yeah yeah but this again mm, would it kind of assumes that it's just for chicks so i know it shouldn't be it's a it's a gender neutral thing yeah, everyone I... should love it like exactly it, you know romance isn't just for girls <laughs> <laughs> so on this note <laughs> What did you like? Um, I think the narration is quite interesting um, because, you know, as you've already said, they communicate via notes a lot of the time. So the way it's narrated is quite interesting. And you've got, like, 
you know, you get both perspectives. It kind of switches between Tiffy's and Leon's perspective of a story, which I think is quite fun. I always like having, you know, different characters' insights. And it's not the case that, you know, because sometimes when you read a book, you don't really care about one of the characters. Yeah, oh, I hate that. And then, you know, you get really annoyed when it switches to the other one. But that's not the case here, so that's great. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Like, it's so awful if you just don't enjoy, like, one perspective. Yeah. You're just, like, dragging yourself through the chapters because you're like, oh, my God, it's so bad. I want to get, like, (laughs) I know (laughs) the other person. But, yeah, it wasn't for me with, like, Fletcher. I really enjoyed it the narration concept as well and i also like enjoyed the setting in general and that uh tiff is working in a publishing house which is like right down my the dream job <laughs> yeah and also uh what i thought was original that she is like working in a publishing house that like published books around uh diy like topics like crocheting crafting so i thought that was that was like changed because most if characters work in publishing houses like I never it's usually something like, like really glamorous isn't yeah it? exactly yeah so I really enjoy it loud yeah I agree like everyone in the book is very quirky I would say in general and that's also like my next point like they're very lovable characters as I've just said like you know it's not like you got get bored of one of their stories or something like that it's just you're really invested into each and every character really all the all the side characters as well then they're, they're never like flat characters or anything you just do really care about them um, and you kind of wish, you know, the brother, like Leon's got a brother who's actually um, in prison and they try to get him out of prison, which is also another like side story. Um, he's like a character that I think is quite interesting as well. And like, I would happily read like a spin off, you know, <laughs> yeah, just true. about his life and stuff. And there's a lot Same. of characters like that in the story. Yeah. And also, although they're really quirky, it's not because Tiffy is really quirky. Yeah. And especially like her dress sense. It's mentioned a lot that she, I know. like, dresses so crazy. I just want to steal her clothes. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I feel it's not too much because it's not that her dress sense becomes her personality, you yeah. know? Because that's what I, like, kind of find annoying. If just you feel like the dress sense of, oh, she does so many quirky, quirky yeah, things. Yeah, that's, like, lazy writing, so isn't it? she's so quirky. <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. And that's, like, the only thing that makes up her personality. Yeah, it doesn't but, feel like she's, like, forced to be quirky. It just seems natural. Yeah. So, and I also um enjoyed, like, the friend group. Although I found, like, the constellation is so weird. If you think about it, like, one of her friends is, like, a lawyer. And it's, like, <laughs> it's, like really serious and, like, just like get things done person and i feel like it's really hard to imagine them being friends in real life you know that's true but it really works and i totally believe like the friend group with like the lawyer friend and her other friend which i actually i forgot his name i did as well i don't know but yeah he's also i think there. it's mo and gertie oh yeah mo, mo yeah yeah mo. And he, i mean i feel like he has the least least exposure but yeah, yeah. like the friend group was really i really liked the dynamic yeah. yeah same and i think maybe we should have more mixed fan groups like that in real life because all my friends essentially do the exact same thing as me or something very similar and i think maybe i would benefit from hanging out with lawyer- <laughs> lawyers sometimes i mean i have like two really close friends <laughs> that are <laughs> like that are studying to become law- lawyers like three actually <laughs> but um yeah they're not they're not that serious yet because we're I mean yeah, we are true. adults but are we <laughs> not really <laughs> you know what I mean let's not yeah. think about that because we're gonna start crying <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Um, what is the next one? I think it's only I already mentioned everything I want to mention, although I didn't really clarify <laughs> it in three parts. Oh right, yeah. I think the last one that I would add is like it's it's kind of a nice escape this book because it really draws you in and like kind of transports you to this different universe, um, which is obviously a realistic one, but it kind of makes you forget about your everyday life, which yeah. I think a good book should be able to do. Um, so it's like a nice one to read like even if you're reading like more difficult stuff at the same time it's like a nice one to just read when you know you want to relax and it's something that you can read instead of watching Netflix yeah I feel like it's it's one of those like perfect holiday reads yeah because always when I like go on holidays I just need some sometimes trashy books like just (laughs) just light reading just like lying in the sun and just reading same but I think for that kind of you know genre of book it's actually as little trashy as it gets, I would say. Yeah, true. And it also, it has, like, its serious moments. Yeah, and, definitely. Like, serious themes, definitely. Yeah. But it's very light-hearted in general. But it does, like, touch upon stuff like abusive relationships, which I think is really important. Yeah. So, that's great. So, who should stay away from this book? People who hate happiness and love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're really not a fan of, like, romantic love stories or... Like, all this stuff. You probably won't enjoy it. Yeah. So, yeah. But then, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I, I would say it's definitely for everyone. Yeah, I agree. Um. So, who gets the Curiosca for best character? Obviously, we don't have a film this time, but we're still going <laughs> to give out a Curiosca. Yeah, we're just, like, establishing it and hoping it will. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, th- I'm not sure if there's, like, a an award for like best character in a book i don't think there is but i think there should be one yeah there should be we should like make an event out of it yeah <laughs> and just invite fictional characters <laughs> and see who shows up <laughs> definitely okay. cheap catering to be fair <laughs> literally living from love and air yeah <laughs> Okay, um, so yeah, what, who, who's the child was like really? I really like Mr. Pryor. He's one of the patients, because Leon, um, one of the protagonists, he works in a hospital and he cares for this man, Mr. Pryor, and you kind of get a lot about his backstory as well. And like, yeah, he's just really interesting. I don't want to give too much away. Yeah. But when you read it, do look out for him because I think he's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I liked most of the characters and also like, Leon and Tippi well, had, like, a great dynamic. Um, but we're really... Like, one of the side characters I really liked was uh, Catherine, who's, um, I don't know, if how would you call it? Like, a client... Yeah, I suppose, yeah. ...of um, Tiffy. So she's her lecturer... I don't know how to say He is, like... She's, like, coordinating her writing. Yeah. Like, Catherine is one of the authors who brings out, like, a crocheting book. Yeah. And she's just hilarious i really liked her so yeah and i feel like i know a lot of like older women like her you know that not not necessarily very well but like people you see in a shop or something and you have a chat with them yeah you know, there's loads of catherine's like that out there I, they're lovely yeah i really related to her inability to deal with social media <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's where we connected yeah, I get I that. was like, I get you, Catherine. I'm to right fair, there Catherine's with you. To be fair, the kind of, like, older woman I would like to be, but I don't think I will be because I'm really bad at crocheting. 
So I've never even tried it. You have to. You have to start now, and then (laughs) in a few years. By the time I'm fifty-five, I'll probably be able to manage. We'll publish um your crocheting book next to your joke book. Yeah. (laughs) Your pen. Your pen book. Excuse me. Yeah, that's coming out (laughs) soon, hopefully. Um. Um. So, who's the character that you want to throw over cliff? Um. I mean, we both agreed. On Justin. Yeah, Justin's the awful ex-boyfriend. I mean, he's an obvious choice because yeah. he's just horrible. <laughs> but, like, also, I thought I think we agreed on both. Like, Martin, yeah. who's just, like, a colleague of uh, Tiff, who's absolutely the worst. Like, yeah, we can't really go into detail yeah. about why he's the worst, because then we'd but spoil everything. If you read it, you... You'll know. You will know. <laughs> but I think I actually quite like that we went for the obvious choices here, because... It's always really annoying when you dislike, you know, a character that the author intends you to like. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So I think that's good. True. Yeah. So that's all about Fletcher. Yeah, that's let us know if say. you've read it or, you know, if you're intending to read it and what you think of it yeah. and who your favourite characters are. Exactly. It's a good read. Definitely. We recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... What's new about Jeannie Cleverini? Have you heard from her lately? Uh, I mean, we've heard of our inspiration as a character lately. Yeah, our aspect for this episode. How you notice that you are Jeannie Cleverini and this time one of us is exposed. <laughs> is uh, that you always hand in assignments four weeks early. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Which isn't a bad thing, to be fair. But no, I know it isn't. But like, I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> Honestly, I wish I could be more like that, but I think you you just... don't. You really don't wish to be. more I think like, like that. finding a middle ground would be great because I get stressed Same. out about assignments as soon as I know they're due. Like it could be months away. I'll be like, oh my god, I have to write this. Like I have to do it within the next week, otherwise I'm gonna die. Which is ridiculous because I've got all the time in the world. But I just need to like be prepared for every eventuality. I'm like, oh, but what if I get the flu like a week before it's due and then I can't write it in the last week? You know. I mean, I have the same stress level from the beginning, but I'm just like building up the stress, and building it up and feeling <laughs> just constantly guilty and bad about myself. But still, I'm not doing anything. And then the last <laughs> week, I'm just like, like the stress is too much. Yeah. The guilt then... is just like killing me. <laughs> and then it's like diamonds are made under pressure. <laughs> I'm just like writing for weeks and do it like last minute. Well, that's true though. I feel like I'm I'm technically the same. Like I work better under pressure, which is why it's annoying that I don't let it build up that much. Because I think I would produce better mm. work if. I mean, how how is your work getting better? <laughs> it's already like, oh, stop it! <laughs> but yeah, like I, I hate it. I want I want to be this person who like starts in advance and just I'm I'm just physically not able to hand in an assignment <laughs> four weeks early because I'm just <laughs> I'm just procrastinating so much. But, but I think it's fine as part I mean, of the student experience. Yeah. It got me through my degree so far, so... Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's the baddest thing, you know? I mean, if I would just fail and just, you know... Yeah, at least you'd have to change your ways. Yeah, I you. would be like, okay, now I have to change, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's just like... I'm just like, ah. Oh, no, if it works, again. it works, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. So no shame there. Yeah. But yeah, let us know if you've been a genie cleverini this week. Yeah. Um, and better, like, 
pick one of your friends who is a Jeannie Claverini and text them, oh my god, you're so <laughs> Jeannie Claverini. <laughs> and link them to just the podcast. Just like, without context, without an explanation, just like, message them, oh, you're such a Jeannie Claverini. <laughs> and they will have no clue, I would love that. Or maybe <laughs> you, you can like, tell us what your friends have done that made you feel really inadequate and made them into, you know, turn them into a Jeannie Claverini in your yeah. eyes. Yeah, we also want that. But if you do losing with messaging your friends, send us a screenshot. Please do and send us their reaction, please. I mean no pressure, but yeah. You should do it. <laughs> okay, oh so I think it's time for a tea rating, isn't it? Rating. I mean I drank mine already like I feel like ages ago. Do you know what the worst thing is? I'm just smelling my empty mug and you can still oh, smell yeah. it. It's it's, it's absolutely it disgusting. Terrible. So disgusting. This is definitely something to consider with the rating the smell yeah i think I if it tasted the way it. it smelled it would have been like a minus ten thousand yeah but it it definitely a zero but i mean also we're not sure if we <laughs> brewed it the right way so mm, yeah I, I, I think it would have been as worse I said, if I didn't left it in longer i didn't fi- find it terrible i actually thought it was really okay so it's not that I was like, oh wow, this tastes amazing. No. <laughs> but it was a solid. Did we do like five stars out of yeah. five stars? Mm. I mean, it was like just a normal fruity. I I can't even remember what I gave the last time. I think you gave four or something. This was oh, I was really <laughs> I gave like a really high rating. But the last one was um, actually nice, wasn't it? It was. I feel like this is. Uh, like a 2 or 2.5 for me. Oh, I think I have to go lower than that. Just because when I first smelled it, I, I thought I was going to throw up. So <laughs> Valid point. I think because the smell just absolutely ruined it for me. Like the taste, as you said, it's similar to like, you know, your random like cheap Tesco fruit teas. Yeah. They're not too bad. Like it's not as good as the Tesco fruit teas, but it's all right. It's drinkable. But the smell just absolutely ruins it. <laughs> and the fact that you can still smell it and it's lingering. I had okay. to open the. I had to open the door. Oh yeah. No, it, now that you the room was smelling. I, I say two. Okay, two stars. I'm gonna say one. Oh. So we can still get lower. But I feel like, yeah, we can get <laughs> if we do like minus stars. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I think it's gonna be needed. also. Um, you can be excited for the next episode because uh, a friend of Greta also. Gifted her some teas. Yeah, she loads of different to ones. Try. Thank you again. Yeah, thanks for that. Um, We're going to use them very soon. So, be excited for not your usual <laughs> teas to drink. Yeah, and obviously yeah. we're going to post them on our Instagram as well if you want to buy them. <laughs> if you Maybe want to buy like one. a one star. And <laughs> <laughs> just, just imagine like going on like Amazon or something. See, oh yeah, two, <laughs> two more. Yeah, let's get that one. <laughs> But you know what? Some people might really love macarons. I think if, you, if you're a really big fan of macarons and you don't mind stuff that's like disgustingly but, sweet, I think you would enjoy this. But at the same time, it doesn't... Like, I've never had a macaron, but it doesn't taste like cake or anything. It doesn't no, taste like any it sweet. It smells a bit like it, though. Yeah, it smells like it. If you like the smell of, like, I imagine how macarons smells, but... But, like, cheap macarons, like, really bad ones. So, basically, just don't buy the Don't tea. buy it. <laughs> That's how we end. Okay. Oh, yeah. Thanks very much for listening. Yeah, it's thank quite, you. It's been quite a long one. Thanks for coming back to our podcast. But, yeah, we really appreciate recommend, all your support. Recommend our podcast to, to your friends. Yeah. And, yeah. Follow us on week. our social media at Curiosity Podcast. Yeah. 
And our email is curiositypodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, so send in your feedback, your thoughts on anything we've talked about today. And yeah, just get yeah. in touch. Okay. Have a lovely week. Bye. Macaron. <laughs>